Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is the Star Companion. My name is Zach, and I'm David. Hi, David. Hey. Um. So what we do here is <laughs> yes, we uh, tackle Star Trek Stardate by Stardate, except of course when Star Trek Picard is on, and when eventually Star Trek Discovery season three comes out, we'll put together a fucking lambast of a good time yeah that is uh the uh, the rest of discovery that we didn't cover uh so today you can listen to us on all major podcasting platforms you can in fact yes, send us an email at the star companion at gmail.com yes sir as well you can send us a book too at patreon.com slash the star companion patreon and uh you know, uh, corona, coronavirus, uh, day whatever. Um, we're still here. We're still, uh, <laughs> we're still doing it. We're surviving, surviving, surviving. Yep, surviving the I virus. Going, I was already going on to my yeah. next sentence. Survivorous. hunkering down, hunkering down, nude, or fully no, clothed. We're not nude. Well, I am at home. Why? You're you not know. at home right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is that why you're not nude? Yeah, that's a shame. It's usually the only place I'm nude. I mean, yeah. Okay. Isn't that true? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Unless you take a shower at someone else's house. You say you say that like you do that a lot. No, I'm just saying like... You're a man of the night? Yeah. That's what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, <laughs> it just came to my mind now that you usually are... Clothed when not Nude. Only at only home. at home. Yeah. yeah. No. I, hey, I agree, and that and that's why people come here. <laughs> they do. To Star Companion um, to find out when you are nude or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and 
currently he's not nude because he's not at home. Um, I know I'm at home and I'm not nude. And so I think a caveat to your rule of being only nude at home is if someone's over, you're not going to be nude at home. Well, I'm not saying when you're at home, you're immediately nude. Like you're, like well, you're that, not... was just, that, that to me felt like the implication. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe I am. I don't know about you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not nude now. That's what I want the 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 listeners to know. Well, don't ever knock on my door when you're unannounced, because you might. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I gotta tell you the way the way this feels is it feels like I'm going mad through some zot zot vosh, you know, gripping of a purple picnic table. I mean, uh, green picnic <laughs> table. It did look like a picnic table. It looked like one of those things they put in pizza boxes to keep the, the yeah, pizza box yeah. open. Yeah, no, it totally looked like that. I got to tell you, by the way, um, I was ready to get into this with that sick segue that I just had. Yes. But uh, I've been thinking about McDonald's and pizza for three days now. Me too, man. Let's go yeah. get some after this. Yeah, no, I was, gonna, I was going to bring this up at a certain point, but... Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, we're, we're going to go to McDonald's. <laughs> Me and you. We're going to roll the dice. Nude. Nude. <laughs> Um, I'm going to jump to the uh, middle end of this episode. That's the second most often place that you're nude is in the drive-thru at McDonald's. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just letting people know when you're nude? <laughs> Go ahead. You're jumping ahead. Uh, yeah, I'm going to jump ahead and, and I'm going to say that the uh, the only time you can get a favorite dish like Soji's is uh, right now at McDonald's. You can get a shamrock shake and some french fries. Really? Well, because it's St. Patrick's Day this oh, week. Oh, is it a mint? Is it a mint? Yeah. Shake? Have you never had a shamrock shake? I don't like mint stuff. I'm just, no? No. My mom, uh, growing up, my mom was a big fan of the green green mint. Okay. Spearmint. Ice cream. Spearmint. No, oh. green mint ice cream. Oh, mint chip. Mint chip, yeah. I spent and, a few years working at Baskin Robbins. Yeah, mint chip. Yeah, so you know. You're better at it than <clears throat> I am, but... Um, identifying ice cream that is yeah <laughs> not being nude when you get home that's for sure you're the you're the you're the but growing up yeah i'm the expert yeah master uh but growing up that was the only type of ice cream i ever had to eat so oh. uh now that i'm older i despise it i hiss at it whenever i see it yeah i was gonna ask what a hiss sounded like from you yeah so yeah anyway we're doing star trek picard season one episode eight broken, broken pieces, pieces. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I uh, miss sports. Yeah, yeah. The coronavirus is really taking its <clears throat> toll. But we, we <clears throat> like you, have uh, Star Trek episodes to carry us through. Yep. And uh, hopefully after or while you're watching the episode, you pull up your favorite friends and uh, listen to our commentary on it. Yeah, with some McDonald's. With some McDonald's, nude. With, with a shamrock shake, nude, with your dogs, whatever. Yeah. Dressed However up. you listen to us, dressed up how? Sorry. Dressed up like <laughs> you wanted to see <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, no, definitely. In your toilet paper mummy outfit. We saw the same meme this morning. What a world. No, I, I brought it up last podcast episode, remember? Um, You said everybody bought a ball of, oh, ball of yeah, TP, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I said, That's how right. am I going to dress up as a TP mummy? <laughs> So this morning I saw an American Dad meme of what yeah. people are doing with all their toilet paper, and it's wrapping themselves up like a mummy and then flushing the toilet, and it sucks all the toilet paper down <laughs> as it wipes his ass. Um, my bad. Yeah, you know that is hilarious. Forgive me for not remembering that. That's all right. Uh, I just bit. wanted to let yeah. people know that I was the original. Yeah. No. Hey, and you gotta let the people know here on the Stark Man. The episode starts aboard a. Uh, 
planet called Aya, I believe is, is yeah. what it's called. AIA. And, and it's about 14 years prior to the events of this episode. And an all-female intersectional militia of evil Jatvash, Jatvash stand around a green picnic table. There's a uh, there's an Asian one, an African American one, and an Irish, a dwarf, and there's one in a wheelchair as well. Oh wow! It's yeah. just perfectly. It's diverse. It's it's perfectly represented. Do you think the elvish one is carrying the dwarf one, or would at least allow? <laughs> Um, it to be thrown by the elf one. And they didn't like each other when they first met. No, no, no. But then they worked out a really great friendship that'll definitely last into the Grey Havens. Yeah. They they formed a fellowship, if you will. A fellowship of the table. The table. <laughs> the green ring yeah. table. Yeah, they're going to go on their way to the eight towers, <laughs> you know, for a return of the synth. You yeah. this is good. This is good stuff. Just mixing up all kinds of shit. Um, they have a a ritual, I guess, and it causes them to all rip at their faces. Admonition. All except for three of them. And uh, basically the admonition is that the in the future, the synths will come back and take over the universe. Just like they did in old times, metal. 200 yeah, thousand years ago, Sebchanab's coming back. And this time it's a androgynous looking female. <sighs> the data painted check Kineb or whatever her name is um so yeah we find out that that's basically what this whole thing is based around is romulan folklore yeah so i i basically the whole episode is just some fucking backstory about everyone yeah this one was a a bit of a step backwards i believe mm -hmm. um one of the thing one of the things that immediately annoyed me was how seven and nine just shows up on the cube well because he pressed the thing what? Elnor pressed the alleged... So, it, it, it's to be deduced mm -hmm. that Hugh had a necklace, and Elnor presses it, and it calls Seven of Nine. The Fenrir. The Fenris Ranger. Yeah. Ranger. Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's why she shows up. That's why she was like, where's Hugh? No, I get, I get that. It's just uh, she just shows up. Yep. You know, JL has to go through this whole process of getting allowed to be beamed on there and she just shows up and she's like what's going on i'm kind of upset that i have to rewatch tng and think about him as jl <laughs> you know does Riker call him that i wouldn't allow that i hate it <laughs> but i i continue to use it because i continue to use things that i hate to remind me of how much i hate them oh is that why we're friends yeah <laughs> yes yes uh Meanwhile, back on La Serena... That's a meanwhile. Picard meets with uh, Admiral Clancy, and Clancy says, Shut the fuck up! And it's like, really? Is there any need for that kind of language? Um, I feel like this F is... F-words. I feel like this is just a reminder that this isn't your parents' track. Yeah, well, it, this is also... So, I don't know if you've looked at, like, the names of the episodes that are coming. Mm-hmm. So no, there, there, were, there were two more mm -hmm. episodes. In this season? Yeah. Okay. And it's a part one and a part two. So this was the setup. Okay. For the final episode, the last two episodes. Oh, so there's one more after this. It's part one and part two, so okay. it'll probably be full episode length each time. Okay. But it's it, it. That's what I'm saying. So this was the setup for the finale. Okay. Which is why it was all backstory. Which is why it was we're going to use cuss words to. I see. Create the. Genre, uh, Drama. That's what I was going to say. Drama. 
<laughs> I meant drama, but you know, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll go with it. Drama. And, yeah, drama. Uh, Makes it sound a Proje. Nepente. Nepente. Um, yeah, you know, I'm Elnor and I love you, blonde woman. <laughs> also, leave it to Narek's <laughs> sister, who yet again admits that she could be better than everyone, even a broken ex-Borg woman. <laughs> you know, like, what an ego. Yeah, and she doesn't have a name still. It's just... Uh, huh? I have no idea what her huh? name is. <laughs> Narek's sister. <laughs> Uh, this she basically gleans that 709 has arrived, and so she develops this plan to space the XBs. Space them. A mass spacing, which we see later on the episode. Belt justice. Um, and 709 makes her way over to the queen lair, I guess. The queen cell. The queen cell. And uh, she just knows how to work it, I guess. So I guess, you know, if you ever were a Borg, you just all of a sudden well she was she was the queen's like number one for a while mm. that's why she was from uh Unimatrix, uh like zero one or whatever it was okay um she was the, she was basically the queen's protege got it to some extent in okay. voyager um but no but but remember hugh said you need an xb to open the queen cell yeah so, well, I, I understand that. that's yeah. how that works, but I just found it a little convenient that she just knows how to run an entire board cube. Yeah, I mean, it must, it's, I don't know. I, I can't imagine watching this show and, like, imagine never having watched Star Trek mm -hmm. and having uh, all access and being like, oh, you know, oh, and for all of you foreigners out there, <laughs> that means not American. <laughs> you guys get it on Netflix, which is pretty fucking sweet. Do they really? Yeah. Course. We don't. Yeah, when we were in Thailand, you could watch uh, Discovery on Netflix. Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. we, we saw it. On it's the only list. for the U.S. that we have to that I have to pay this extra fucking bullshit fucking fee. But um, <clears throat> you know, and it's like, oh, who the fuck is this? Oh, and she knows how to use the Borg cell. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's just there. There's a few things in this episode that are a little too convenient. Mm-hmm. So we already have. Uh, we have. Seven and nine just showing up conveniently and miraculously. We have her, seven and nine again, just miraculously knowing how to pilot this board cube. We have Rafi, who's apparently the greatest gumshoe in the galaxy. She's a detective. She is, and she's able to figure out what this whole thing's about. It's one of those things where we have to like go, oh, okay, so Rafi's motive here is is she's upset about being discharged from Starfleet mm -hmm. over some conspiracy. So she's going to get to the bottom of it now. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. So it, it, I don't know. Well, Everyone's motivation here is is to get back into Starfleet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to some extent. It's just uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of drawing out tension and, and, uh, and you know, mysteries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she manages to solve this whole Jot Vosh, whatever shit, in a matter of hours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She's also able to figure out why Rios is being a, a little moody little bitch. She sits down all of his alter egos and has this really cringeworthy therapy session with all of them. You get it. Yeah. And just me. They were waiting for that one. Yeah, they were. Um, meanwhile, Gerardi wakes up. 
And Picard says, we're taking you to DS-12 and you're going to go to prison for killing Bruce Maddox. <laughs> Deep Space 12? Why not Deep Space 9? Why not Deep Space 9? <laughs> That's three more than nine. They, he says, why did you kill her? He was your mentor, your lover, your cousin. <laughs> why? And she confesses that Com Commodore O has... You know, poisoned her mind and put a tracking. I told you that rape viridium. was not unconsensual. Yeah, you were right. I didn't believe you at first, but now I do. Oh, okay. In uh, in Rios's quarters, he has statues of sirens because the name of the ship is called La Serena. Mm -hmm. So he really likes sirens. Yeah, which and titties and titties, which reminds me of when uh, Picard had a rental car in his <laughs> quarters in TNG. Get it? Enterprise? Oh. <laughs> Rental car? Wow. That one really hurts. <laughs> yeah. Gerardi and <laughs> Soji have a little meeting, and uh, she says, you know, you're artistry. You're a piece of art. You are art. And Data's just an old piece of junk. I didn't like that. Data just kind of gets swept aside here, like he's just some old piece of... Not to JL, though. No, no, JL, you, you know. know. At least, you know, I, I would imagine if they built this Soji in the same way of uh, Data, it would be nice to know that she had an off switch. Mm-hmm. It would be nice. Yeah, don't tell anyone about Data's off switch. Though, just like a little mind. light switch on the back Quite of Quite literally, head. the size of his fucking, you know, uh, uh, spine. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what's going on there. Hey, David. Hey, Zach. Do you know what windmills transform into? What? Windmills. Windmills. J.K.'s Giants. J.K.'s Giants. You got played. You got played, son. Um, the beauty of records, if mm -hmm. I may take this moment, yes. is that they can, in fact, last centuries. It's simple technology. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. But, of course, that guy... Uh, Rios looks like a guy who collects records. He does, yeah. So, and si statues of sirens. And um, yeah. I, uh, so do you want to just round this out? And then, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, back on board the Borg cube. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, Narek's sister goes in dual phasers, tight like, like Dirty Harold, and <laughs> kills a bunch of XBs, and then they do a mass spacing. Of the of the Borg, they're still on board. Spaced the cube, them, which seven and nine takes none too kindly to as she as she takes her place as collective queen. She goes sub queen. No, no. Yeah. Um. Hope they have a giant Borg vacuum to bring them all back in. Also, you brought up a good point. Borg can survive the vacuum of space. Yeah, as we saw in uh, first contact. First contact. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that comes back around in the next episode. Who knows? Uh, Gerardi, meanwhile, apologizes back on board the La Serena, and she says, sorry I had to fucking ruin it. Ruin it. I was raped. Which, remember, this ain't your parents' trek. I feel like that's what they're trying to do here. It's like, we're using bad words, because this isn't your parents' Star Trek. This isn't your parents' Star Trek. So, <clears throat> all of those thoughts, I think, have to be coupled with the fact that Picard was pretty heavily, or what's his real name? Patrick Stewart was mm -hmm. pretty heavily into mm -hmm. the writing and stuff. Yeah. And I, I have a feeling he was like, I don't want it to be like the Queen Star Trek. Oh, okay. Is that what he said? 
you know. But okay. That was plausible, right? Yeah, it is. Totally. So we're going to use cuss words. Like fucking and shit. And, and sunglasses. And piss. Patrick Stewart walked sunglasses. in and he goes, I'm, I'm in if we give him sunglasses. It's important. How many times did we go up on a planet with like eight suns and not have sunglasses? <laughs> totally. <clears throat> well, now they're shooting outside. Before they were just shooting in, uh, well, yeah, in, in TNG they were shooting outside as well. No, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I'm just kidding, but still. Um, <laughs> so uh, Seven and Nine relinquishes her role as sub-queen. Soji plots in a course to her planet, which she somehow knows. And uh, uh, she has a compass, which will point her to what her heart desires mo- most. <laughs> Uh, it reads north, east, south, and west because that works well in space. <laughs> and Rios uh, confesses that he's met Soji or a iteration of Soji previously and fell in love with her. And I guess that was, you know, that's what led to, you know, the her and whatever her sister's name is uh, being born. And, uh, Asha. Soji. Asha and yeah. This, that, and the third. And uh, that's the episode. That's pretty much the episode. Yeah. It's a, uh, a pass-through episode. It is. And uh, my theory is that maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the Borg get alerted. Right? I think so. And yeah. the only thing that can save humanity from the Borg annihilation, yet again, are synths. Mm-hmm. Which would be dope. Yeah, it would be. And... Uh, we're not going to get that answer, and we're going to have to wait a year for it. So that's cool. Nice. Whatever. <laughs> but that's my thought. And in the meantime, you know, uh, the Star Companion will for sure be into TOS. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I mean, God willing, even maybe TNG. Yeah, and if you're listening to uh, <clears throat> this in the future, you can just disregard this and move on to the next episode of uh, Yeah, Star I do Trek a lot Picard. of dating, huh? Mm-hmm. You do. That's my bad. It's okay. Is it my bad? If you think it's my bad, send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. Yes. If you liked what you heard, you can send us a buck or two at patreon.com slash thestarcompanion. We're on all major podcasting platforms. If you, if you send a photo of you liking and or reviewing, we'll send you a sweet sticker. It's round and has the word star companion. In That's us. That's us. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 